Hey guys! That's Chastity. Hey! And that's Diamaya. Hey! And, and this, this is The Grind Mind. We are back, guys. Yes, it's been a while. And we want to say we are sincerely sorry. Very sorry. <laughs> Life is crazy. You know, everyone, I guess, completely understands that when you really start something and, you know, you commit to something too fast... Um, you really cannot really uphold what you said, but we are, you know, at this point, I think that we're not really going to, we're going to set a timeline, but at this point we want to make sure we do the podcast when we really are in our prime to do it, you know, to give the best, you know, insight that we can versus trying to just squeeze it in and then we just give quick, you know, advice yeah i agree because i definitely don't want to be giving you guys advice that i am not following most definitely so with that being said yes i've been feeling crappy lately you're not the only one but i mean you go through your ups and downs in life everybody has good days everybody has bad days but you just have to get through them Put your big girl panties on, and you got to make it. Most definitely. And that guides us into our discussion for today, and it is mental health. If you are an ignorant person, sorry to sound so gross, that is so tired of hearing that phrase, you can exit now. But if you know how serious this is just keep listening all jokes aside um this is a very 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 um big topic and i think that you know this generation takes it too lightly but then again it takes it serious at the same time agreed um it's like a very 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 big topic i'm glad we're starting off with it because we feel that personally before you can get to you know, going into your dream and all of that, you got to make sure that your mental is straight. So, Chaz, could you do me a favor? Sure. Could you read them the definition of mental health, please? Sure. So let's get into the definition of mental health. Um, If you want to go back and actually see what I'm reading, I am getting this definition from mentalhealth.gov. And the definition is, it says, mental health includes our emotional, psychological, and social well-being. It affects how we think, feel, and act. It also helps determine how we handle stress, relate to others, and make choices. Mental health is important at every stage of life from childhood and adolescence through adulthood. Thank you, Jess. You're welcome. (laughs) So, you know, um, a lot of people, they may listen to this definition like, oh, well, I don't have mental problems. I'm not crazy. That is not what mental health means. Everyone, people who really don't know or or really dodge that they have the problem, they always try to say, well, I'm not crazy, so I don't have any mental problems. No, that's not what we mean. You know, you may have you know have issue with mental health but you really just don't think so and we actually have like some symptoms Chaz that you know that really um describes that all right so 
Um, I'm going to read a list of early warning signs for those of you who may not recognize um, signs of mental health problems. Mm -hmm. um, anybody can have these these symptoms. So if you recognize or if you feel like what I'm saying is relating to you, um, definitely be more serious about it and look into it um, and see what you can do as it pertains to ways to helping yourself. So some of the warning signs can be eating or sleeping too much or too little, having low or no energy, feeling numb like nothing matters, feeling helpless or hopeless, smoking, drinking, or using drugs more than usual. Um, if you're feeling unusually confused, forgetful, angry, upset, worried, or scared, um, you may be yelling or fighting with family members and friends. You may experience mood swings or have persistent thoughts and memories that you can't get out of your head. Um, definitely, this is one to look out for if you're thinking of harming yourself or others. Please, please, please take it seriously and go to somebody for help. And if you feel that you are unable to perform daily tasks such as taking care of your kids or getting to work or school, you should be on the lookout for that as well. That was a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. And it just goes to show you how mental health is a variety of things. Mm -hmm. There are a variety of behaviors and characteristics that many people overlook mm -hmm. and they, they, you know, they just chuck it up to, oh, I'm just not feeling good today. I'm in a bad space today. Yeah. Or um, like you said, this is just how I act. This is my personality. No, these are actually early signs of mental health problems. And we have to really be on the lookout because mental health is, is such taboo in the the in this generation and especially in the black community. Um, for someone of color to say that they have mental health issues is like a curse word. It's no, like, seriously. Yeah, it really it's is. like a curse word. And black families don't really like to talk about mental health issues. Um, and they don't like for you to express yourself and go outside of the home. And you know, everybody's heard that black, black family cliche, what goes on in this house stays in this house. That, the personally, I think that, well, personally for my family, I think that that, that applied, that applied in certain scenarios, mm -hmm. you know, like, but, you know, I was gracious enough to not have a family that had, that didn't, that had any secrets or anything that damaged me, you know, I'm personally grateful for that, but some people do have those types of families, mm -hmm. um, and, you know, in that case, Things that may have happened to you. I don't know if, you know, anyone, you know, listening has been, you know, unfortunately, like, abused, whether sexually, physically, emotionally, um, or hurt by a family member or lied to, you know, treated differently. You may have been adopted and they treat you exactly like you're adopted, uh, make you feel like you don't matter, you know, you just feel like no one supports you. You may have all of this going on and then you may have shrugged it off and became, you know, in your mind, you know, successful, you bettered yourself. But at the same time, I want you to understand that didn't go away if you didn't address it. 
And that's where we go into the fact of, you know, why mental health is a problem is because it's swept under the rug so much and disguised as this is me that no one addresses that my mental health is off. You're like, no one even says it. They just, they don't want to say that because they feel like I'm, you know, I'm jinxing something mm-hmm. or I'm putting something on me that's not on me. Oh, everyone at one point in their life has something wrong with their mental health. And just like the, you know, the symptoms Chastity read, all of us have been there at one point to where we felt numb. We realized, well, why am I not hungry today? And I am hungry. Like there's been multiple times like when, if me and like Chaz, you know, at work had a stressful day, we will wonder why we will really feel hungry, but we'd be like, I'm not hungry. Like our body wasn't yeah. letting us eat. And it was because of the, like, the stress we were under. So it really affects, it's not just a mental thing. It's not just thoughts you can throw away. It can start to affect your body to the point where it's like, you know, it will avoid nutrients in food. But all of a sudden, when you, excuse me, when you go out, you can drink. Therefore, mm-hmm. causing another problem, you know, to feel like that if that soothes you, then your body starts to think, oh, well, we might as well just do that. That sued us the last time. So let's just keep doing that until, you know, something changes. If not, yeah, it's not hurting anybody. I feel good. You feel good when you do it. So why not? Yeah. And that just causes a lot of problems. I agree. I totally agree. I, um. As we said, this can affect anybody. A lot of us have most likely went through a few of these symptoms that I listed earlier. Um, and it's it's really important to recognize these symptoms as early as possible. So that way you can catch it before it gets really bad, before it gets really out of hand. Mm-hmm. Um Maybe a few months ago, I have like just recently came out of a deep depression. Like I was sleeping just so I didn't have to deal with issues during the day. Like I would come home from work and literally go to sleep, go to sleep. And I would not wake up until the next day, go to work, do what I had to do at work and come home and go to sleep. I would sleep. Sleep made me happy. I was happy to go to sleep. So I didn't have to deal with any issues. I was sad. I was down. I got irritated really fast. Um, I always felt sad or upset. And I just didn't want to talk to anybody. I wasn't answering people's phone calls. People would text me. And I would look at the text message sometimes. Most times I wouldn't. I would look at it and not respond. Um, I barely wanted to go out. And I even didn't even want to go to church. And I'm a huge church girl. I love Jesus. But I I didn't want to go to church. I didn't want, I'm heavily involved in ministry. I didn't want to do any ministry. I didn't want to do anything. I just wanted to stay in my bed and sleep, sleep my day away. And it wasn't okay. And I had to realize that I was not okay. I had to really sit down and think about why I was feeling like that. And truth be told, I couldn't even... I couldn't find an answer of why I was feeling like that. Mm-hmm. I was just, I couldn't explain it. Yeah. It just fell over me. And, so, and most people don't realize they're in that state until they're in it. 
they don't catch themselves falling into it. It's only until they're into it and they're into it so deeply that other people have to point it out and make them recognize that, hey, you're not yourself. Mm -hmm. You're acting totally different. Something is wrong with you. And just like DMI said, it can affect your physical state. So like my skin was really dull and dry. Um, my hair was dull and dry. You know, I just looked, I looked like what I was going through, literally. I looked like I was in depression. I looked like I was sleeping all day. And sometimes I look like I haven't slept in days, mm -hmm. but I was sleeping all the time. Yeah. And it's just, I'm glad that I was able to get myself out of that state. But I know that a lot of people are not able to do that. Mm -hmm. A lot of people's lives end in depression. Mm -hmm. A lot of people in their lives dealing with mental health issues. And we just want to make sure that we are spreading this knowledge. So that way, if you feel or if you notice or recognize that you are dealing with mental health issues, you can get help. Mm -hmm. You can point it out and you can recognize it. And you can go get the help that you need and the help that you deserve. So that way you can be a better you. Because our whole goal of this and our whole goal and purpose of this podcast is to, you know, spread wellness tips and love and life and especially for entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. And being an entrepreneur, you cannot run a business. You cannot do what you need to do if your mental health state is not at its highest if it's not there if you are not working at full capacity you won't be able to to run your business at all it will really like stall it and you might you guys may you know even some of your greatest influence that you think um are doing so well and right now i'm speaking mostly to the younger Generation between like, you know, seven, 16 and like 18. And the reason why I'm saying that is because right now you got to give not you got to give kind of credit because right now that age group is really dominating a lot of social, a lot of the social um, social media world, internet world and everything like that. Yeah. And you guys are very, very, very creative. And that's one thing that, you know. That really, really makes me um, happy personally. Um, that a lot of you aren't trying to sell, you know, aren't trying to sell drugs, you know, aren't trying to do nothing bad, aren't trying to ruin your life. But a lot of you really see a platform personally and, you know, you're using it to, you know, try to get, I understand you're trying to get you better in life. You know, you may not come from the best um, in the background with your family and stuff like that, but you know, one thing I do want to say is you guys got to really understand you got to prepare yourself for that. Um, and that's why a lot of young influencers nowadays are in a deep depression. Um, depression and mental health are not two different things. They go hand in hand. They're best friends because a lot of people who are dealing with mental health have been depressed. It's never separated. Um, and you know, just speaking of influencers, it was one that I was talking to Chaz about. Um, and she, you know, she's a model and everything. And she became a model because, you know, she's really pretty. And, you know, on Instagram, you, that gets you very far. 
that's a topic for another day, but um, it does. Like you, if you're pretty, you really can get a lot of opportunities. But personally, like she does have a really good personality. She looks really fun and everything. Um, to the internet world on her page, that's yeah. what that shows. But behind closed doors, after she recently made a YouTube video, she's depressed to the T. She is unhappy. Like, she's not happy. She deliberately said, I have not been happy for years. She had just broke up with her boyfriend, but that wasn't even the reason why she was unhappy. She was unhappy because she, you know, personally, I feel like she was blaming herself because she was still unhappy. She wasn't happy when she got in a relationship with him and, but, you know, tried to hide it, you know, think that she tried to get him to make her happy. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing y'all, you guys got to understand that can't happen. You can't find happiness in nobody else. Yes. It's not going to work because it's mm-hmm. just going to, it's going to cause a clash. It's going to cause a clash. And that's why a lot of people, they really have shrugged off the phrase, you got to love you. You got to love yourself before you can love somebody else. That is not just saying, oh, I love how I look. We're not talking about that. I've learned that. Chaz learned that. We used to think that meant, you know, I got to love how I look. Yeah. But now that we're older, we're realizing that means, no, my head has to be on straight. Because if it's not, I'm going to walk into this relationship and it's going to cause insecurities is going to cause me to think all the time something's going to go wrong um if anything's going good dang wow we really going good i hope nothing messes it up you're going to start saying stuff like that and you're going to start thinking about stuff you're going to be unhappy and if you don't talk about it you know whoever you're with your significant other they can't help what you're not saying so if you're you know if you're used to going numb and going quiet like how Chad says sometimes, you know, like that's what she would do. That's going to cause them to shut out as well. Because, like, you're not telling me anything. I'm sitting here trying to help you. I'm here to be here for you. But you're not personally opening up to me. And that's where a lot of these relationships go downhill. It's not mm-hmm. because somebody cheated, maybe. It was just because, and you guys think that the love was lost. No. She, they, you know, they probably did love you. It's just they were they did not love where they were at in person, didn't love themselves at all. Correct. And that cuts off any love you try to spread to somebody else. Because if you ain't got no love within you, you're just you're bringing generic love. It's like you're trying to spread the other person's love for the both of y'all. And <laughs> it's just not gonna work. Yeah. So you know uh, Huh? Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> it's just it's just not it's not gonna work. Um you know and that's why I just want y'all to understand that a lot of um, a lot of things when you're going into entrepreneurship, you know, are going to stress you out. Um, it's stressing us out right now a lot. Um, <laughs> yes. Like right now, you know, particularly we are, you know, launching our stuff and, you know, we didn't personally expect to get pre- how do you say it, Chaz? Like pre-excitement from like a lot of people to the yeah. point where they're we're getting more demand for our stuff than we personally thought. We thought we were going to be able to like at least have some time to build up to it. You know, no. People are saying, oh, well, I want one. Let me get one. Da, 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 da. And we don't really got that much to give right now. But we're going to work it out. 
yeah. personally. <laughs> but if we let our head stress us out, we will shut everything down. And that's how strong mental health is. If it gets to the point where you let mental health jack up your head and it's like you don't address it, you will stop a dream you didn't even mean to stop because you feel like, okay, maybe I'm, you know, maybe I'm unhappy because of this. Maybe I'm not supposed to be doing this. No, you just didn't. You just got to understand that it's a process and that you just got to take time, you know, for yourself. But we're going to get into that in a little bit. But yeah. Chaz, what were you about to say? Um, I was just wanted to go back to what you were saying about the relationships. And this is for like any relationship. It's not just for romantic relationships, but family relationships, friend relationships. Um, and I just wanted to testify to the point of what you said when people go into relationships expecting the other person to make them happy. Mm-hmm. And when you go into a relationship or a partnership with the expectation of the other person to complete you, you are in for devastation. Most definitely. Because if two half people go into a relationship, they cannot make each other whole. Not at all. If you only have part of you and that other person has part of you and you're trying to give that part to the other person, what do you have left? Mm -hmm. Nothing. You don't have anything to pull from. You don't have anything to draw from within yourself because the little bit that you did have, you're Mm -hmm. trying to give it to them. Mm -hmm. And the little bit that they have, they're trying to give it to you. And so when you are not whole within yourself, you you only set yourself up for disappointment. Most definitely. And that's where mental health comes in. Because like Nehemiah said, mental health is not just about accepting the way you look. It's about, and it's not just about your looks. It's about how you feel about yourself, how you feel about others, your view of others in light of yourself. So if you feel a certain way about yourself, when there are other people around who say they're maybe more confident than you, you're going to feel some type of way about yourself and them. And then to you, because they're confident, they may come off as cocky or conceited, but really they're not. It's just that you are insecure. Mm -hmm. You are not solid in yourself to know that you are enough. Mm -hmm. And so because you think you're less than, you think the other person thinks that they are more than, which (laughs) is not true. So, In regards to your mental health, self-esteem is very, very, very crucial because even with that, you cannot have good, long-lasting, solid relationships if your self-esteem is always low. Yeah. It just won't happen. If your self-esteem is always low, you will not be able to to maintain and obtain obtain friendships and relationships, point blank, period. And so this is the time where before you even start trying to make other people happy and meet other people's expectations, you need to set expectations for yourself. Yeah. Once you meet those expectations for yourself, then you can try to meet the expectations of other people. Mm-hmm. But you can't do that if you don't value yourself. You can't value someone else. So if you say you're going to do this for yourself, and this is something I had to learn, and this is all a part of mental health, because like I read earlier, mental health affects how you make decisions, how you treat others, how you treat yourself. 
So if you say you're going to do something for yourself, you need to follow through on it Mm -hmm. because it shows how much you value yourself. And like I said, I had to learn that. Because if I really care about myself and if I really want this, I'm going to do it. Because in the end, I'm just disappointing myself. I'm just disappointing myself. Yes, ma'am. And so if you, if there is something that you want to do, if there is a goal that you want to meet, if there is a relationship that you want to have, anything it could possibly be, make sure you are dedicated to yourself first. Before you put your dedication into something else. Just had to drop a gem. <laughs> Go ahead, D. <laughs> all, everything, basically she took all the words out of my mouth. It's, it's just something you can't stress. You can't stress enough, guys. You really can't stress it enough. And like... She said exactly what I was going to say in regards to, like, why, you know, a lot of people think a lot of people are cocky. And, you know, honestly, even though she wild, it's making me think of Lizzo. <laughs> um, why do you all think so many people have a problem with her? Now, don't get me wrong. There's a time and place for that. She could have left it from from game. But... If she, you know, if that's something she decided to do, you know, I don't feel like she did it for attention, but mostly everything I think she's doing is to make a point. Um, and, you know, a lot of people really had an uproar, not just because of what she wore, but because she's big, you know, and because she did not feel uncomfortable doing that. She did not feel uncomfortable at all. She just was that girl be twerking her she behind off. Okay. Don't have no problem going in that game like that. I'm talking. She didn't look at look in a mirror. Probably she just walked in there, and people had such a problem. It was an uproar. Like somebody got killed. Like it's not that serious. But you know, if you were, if y'all would have just said, you know, it was kind of inappropriate for the environment because there's kids there. That's one thing. Y'all were talking about she don't need to be wearing that. Let me tell you something. People gonna wear what they're gonna wear. But it really is a double standard in this in this, you know, industry of who can wear what. And that's why I understand where a lot of people are coming from on both sides. I understand where they were coming from in regards to it was a bad environment to wear that, but at the same time on the other side, you know, individuals saying if it was another artist, we wouldn't even have this problem. Mm-hmm. They would have been drooling it, it yes. liking it up, you know, if it was someone else. But because of she doesn't fit the typical size of who would wear that. It's a big uproar. And it's like the fact that she was so confident disgusts people because they wouldn't dare do that because they're not confident in themselves. I can say that because I'm a chubby person myself. And that's fine. I'm changing it. But, you know, in the process of doing that, I'm still going to be chubby until the chubby just starts to go away. But it's just like... <laughs> You know, personally, I've seen those sides and I've seen, I've seen the, you know, the depression behind growing up being, um, someone who's always been of a thicker, you know, thicker frame. I've never been slim. I am not lying. Like not even, I was born chubby. Like this has been a lifelong thing here. 
I love to eat for a long time. So, but I just can't get to a point where it was a big, big problem because my father wasn't playing that. He just let me get chubby and that was it. But I've seen, you know, I've seen the sides. I've seen it. So I understand the double standard. I've seen how depressed I was in regards to that. And then I started to see when, you know, when I would try to lose weight, I wasn't losing weight for the rest for the best reasons. It was for to get revenge on who would make who bullied me, who made fun of me. Oh you know, gosh, it yes. was all revenge personally. Um, and that cut down even more. It started to make it even harder to lose weight because now you're doing such a big, such a big picture that you're when you don't meet it, you feel utterly depressed. Yes. Like right now. I could be really, really depressed because right now I'm supposed to be at, I'm supposed to be smaller, but I still have I still have lost 30 pounds this year. That was 30 more than I lost last year. I didn't lose anything last year. So if I was to look at the bad side that I didn't get to my 50 pound weight loss yet, I would be depressed because I didn't meet it. Oh my God, another goal I didn't meet. But no, if I don't look at the other side, I say I want to lose weight. I met that goal. I lost weight. And it's it's noticeable, you know, but, you know, that just guides us into like our last point. And that's how do you, you know, how do you cope with mental health but how do you get better with it? And honestly, self-care, you know, really does play a really, really big role. And, you know, we're going to have, we have God listeners too. We're not talking just to ladies about, you know, soaking in the tub, even though that is my best part of self-care. Um, we're saying anything that makes you happy, anything that will get you a woosah moment, a relaxed moment, please do that at least twice a week. And honestly, it really does help. If it, if you can't fit it in, do it at work. Like, Honestly, I hope our job doesn't hear this, but me and Chaz <laughs> literally like will find a moment and we didn't even mean to be at each other's cubes. Well, it's mostly my cube. I don't know why we talk more of my cube, but we'll be literally just talking and it will go on for like 15 to 20 minutes. Yes. And then we'll go to lunch. Like I said, I hope our job doesn't hear this, but we still got work done, but it's just, you know, we would literally laugh. And that may have been the first time Chaz really, really laughed that week. And she let, you could hear she just let out a lot of frustration she may have faced that week. And it was much needed, you know. And I, we don't regret any time we've ever done it because, you know, it really did help both of us to, you know, to just let go. Um, Whether it's going after your dream, honestly. Working on your dream, sometimes it really can be stressful, but at the same time, it can really be a very relieving thing because yeah. it's like you, when you go to work, it starts to make going to work less hard or less dreadful because it's like, oh, I need to go to work because once I get this check, I can buy this yes. to buy this for my dream. And it's like, yes. it's more of just, I'm getting a check and I'm paying bills. No, I'm getting a check funding my dream to fund more bills, fun, not more bills, to fund, well, technically it is, but fund <laughs> my goal. second income that's going to get bigger. I agree. I agree. So it, it really just, you know, it can be anything. And we just want 
y'all to really take take time and to understand that if you feel like you are dealing with any of these symptoms please 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 do not ignore it please do not try to say you know oh well I'm not dealing with that I'm fine I'm okay that's the biggest lie you can tell yourself is I'm fine oh my gosh yes I used to do that all the time and I have to catch myself doing it now because it's easy to just brush off how you feel because you don't want to explain it you don't want to talk about it you feel like oh nobody's going to understand or nobody really cares why do I even need to say anything but no you need to say how you feel because I used to hold in how I felt for so long and I would just explode or many times I wouldn't (laughs) even say explode but I would just that's what that's what what would cause me to go into depression because Mm -hmm. all them all those feelings were just bottled up inside of me, and I did not know what to do with them. I was scared to express them because I was like, okay, people not going to really care, mm-hmm. you know. Um, they're not going to care what I have to say. They're going to think I'm making up an excuse or mm-hmm. um, I just want attention. But no, mental health is real. Mm-hmm. Mental health is real. And so to Amaya's point of self-care and how to improve it, that's another thing that you need to do. So on top of soaking in the tub or doing whatever you like to do, express yourself. Go see a counselor. Mm-hmm. Go see a therapist. Um, or talk to a close friend or family member that you can trust, that you know whatever you tell them stays with them. But talk to somebody. Or even if you have to like write it in a journal mm-hmm. or type it in a text or type it in an email, just get it out of you. Yeah. There's something therapeutic about releasing those negative energies Mm -hmm. those negative thoughts that you have bottled up inside of you um it can really help it really does help so now I find myself writing more um what else do I do dance I I will yell sometimes I yell in my house for no reason and my people in my house be looking at me like what's wrong with you I'm like nothing I just needed to yell. I just needed to scream really quick. Mm-hmm. I just needed to get it out. Mm-hmm. Like, go in your room, bury your face in your pillow, and scream. Scream until you can't scream no more. You're not just, crazy if you do that. No, just, you're not crazy. Sometimes it really does help. Because I'd rather be screaming at the pillow than screaming at somebody else. Preach. Well, they would rather me do that. How about I say that? Because <laughs> it it won't be a pretty sight, but... Y'all get my point. Just <laughs> express yourself. Mm-hmm. Express yourself. That do do justice to yourself. Express yourself. You deserve that. You have that right to express yourself and express how you feel. We've lost enough young people this year that basically, you know didn't have anyone to talk to um and I think that that's where this really hits a lot home because I really wish you know even though we're starting out if this was to one possibly pass over you know a rapper a young rapper's um thing desk or Mm -hmm. phone or whatever please don't leave this earth don't I'm fine. Don't do not I'm fine yourself into a grave because you can do that. Because why do you think 
they're just leave, they're not just leaving randomly. These individuals died way before they died because they felt like they sold themselves and they didn't have no one to talk to because they're around all these money hungry people that don't care and they just making them go here, they go there, tell them to do this, wear this, this gonna make you look better. And then they look in the mirror. You it's it's nothing scarier. And this is be the last point. It is nothing scarier than looking in the mirror and not seeing yourself. Mm. And that drives a lot of people to suicide because they feel like it's no point anymore. Mm -hmm. I have looked in the mirror and I did not recognize who I was. Yeah. And it was this, and it was literally like a realization. And it wasn't be, like it wasn't like on a, oh, I look totally different because I've looked the same. But it was on a whatever I was doing at that time. It was, it was just mostly in high school. No, not even just in high school. This was after high school. Like, I looked in the mirror one day and I realized, who, who am I? This isn't who I am. Because, and it was scary to a point where it snapped me back. And it made me realize what was really going on. And it made me realize, all right, I need to really just get back to me. And that caused me to have to separate myself and cut off certain people, mm -hmm. you know, for a little bit because they weren't really they weren't helping me at all. Yeah. Toxic friends, toxic people, toxic anything exist. And do, stop trying to think you need to avoid hurting people's feelings That's to not cut them off. If it's jacking up your head space, cut them off. Period. Point blank period. It's not, it's not a question. And it's like, you're not about to sit here and kill yourself to try to keep a friendship. Sorry, I got mad, like mad aggressive out of nowhere, but I've been through She's this. She's about to fight y'all. <laughs> and it really does, you know, it really does help. And I will say this, you know, I did cut off a friend and, you know, recently I just saw this friend yesterday. And honestly, it brought back a lot of, you know, good memories of what, you know, before I had to cut this individual off. And I didn't treat them a certain way, even though in the back of my head, I really wanted to. I didn't treat them a certain way. Why? Because I've grown since, you know, I did a lot of the cutting off back, 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 mm -hmm. back. You know, I've grown a lot. And I, that gave me a lot of time to really get back to who I was and everything. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it... If you got to do what you got to do, you got to separate yourself from certain people, certain times, certain things. You don't need to go everywhere. If you don't drink, knowing daggone well you don't drink that much, stop thinking you got to keep up with the Joneses. If you don't smoke, stop <laughs> smoking and killing yourself because you feel like you got asthma. You can't smoke if you don't know how to smoke. Like, stop trying to force yourself. It's like... It's, you're not missing anything. Like, literally, you're I'm around really friends not. that get high, you're but really I don't not. get high. And it's like, I don't feel forced because I don't want to do that. They don't make you feel bad. They don't make me feel bad because they know that's something they do. Yeah. And that's something I don't do. You will lose more friends faking than you will just being yourself. And I'm going to leave that there. That's very true. But see, DMI is different than me. 
when I gotta when I cut you off, I cut you off completely because I don't need no door left open for you to think that you can try to come back and sneak in and say you changed and this and that. No. So when I cut you off, when I realize, okay, this person is messing with my mental state and I cut you off, I cut you off and made a good little blusher and I see you when we all get to heaven. But some of us ain't staying. Um but I'm gonna cut you off and then I don't, if I see you, hello, goodbye. But I do not have to hold a conversation with you. That doesn't mean I hate you. It doesn't mean I wish worse things on you. No, I wish you the best of luck in your life's journey. You go do what you are purposed to do and I will do what I'm purposed to do. But when mm-hmm. I when I see and I catch that you are altering my mental state to where I cannot operate at full capacity, I cut you off completely i have no problem blocking you and i catch it real fast now because i know how sensitive i am Mm -hmm. so i catch it really fast now so if i even think that you're trying to play oh no you will get a block you will get all that and then some because i don't have time i don't have time at all and even with like my like my friends now i'm very 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 careful of who i hang around and who i have to you know who i choose to be around so if you drinking you go ahead and you go drink over there but i'm not you you call me later when you finish doing what you're doing but i'm not i'm just the type of person i can't stay around while you go on here and do your thing you do your thing by yourself <laughs> do your thing by yourself and i will you know i catch you later on the flip side but then even after that still it's like people people say uh what is it guilt by association mm-hmm. so if you're doing something especially the places that we're in now especially with the jobs that we have yeah we cannot be associated with people who do certain things yeah or certain people period so if what you're doing is going to jeopardize my future chances and opportunities, no. Because I cannot mm-hmm. give anybody the opportunity or the chance to say that I was around when so-and-so did this mm-hmm. or so-and-so did that. No, I will take myself out of the equation and y'all can go on about your business. Mm-hmm. But that all, like we said, ties into mental health. Yeah. Knowing who's good for you, who's not good for you, who is allowed in your space, because it's your space, it's you. So you have the ability and the power to say who is allowed to be around you, who's not. Yes. And I'm going to leave that at that. (laughs) Very, very true. Very true. And, you know, that happens a lot. And that's what we don't want y'all to do is to not be around something and it jacks you up personally because that does happen a lot nowadays and you start to blame it on you know may somebody you think somebody messing with you or or you know no it wasn't them no it was you know you know how this person was and you put yourself in that predicament you know you can't not blame yourself personally because you could you didn't have to be there and i want y'all to also start to take that responsibility that wherever you go that you went to you went to nobody took you there and if they did take you there without you knowing or you have the option to leave i don't care if you walk down the street call your mother i don't care if you go walk into a mcdonald's 
I don't care what you do. If you feel like you can't be there personally, and I know, like like she said, with the jobs we have, if I know I'm in an environment that really can mess me up, I am going to, I will lift in a heartbeat. Lift and Uber are my safe haven. Cause, and my friends know that. They know that if I if something's going on and I feel like I'm ready to go home, they will look up and they'll be like, I'll be like, all right, y'all, I'll see y'all later. They'll be like, where are you going? They'll be like, oh, my lift here. When did you call a lift? It's just like, just now. But it's like, I don't really say anything. I just leave. But I do it in a respectful way. Um, <laughs> but it's just, I don't really say anything. And right now, they this is the most they've seen me because mostly I'm working. I don't go out during the week. That's stupid. If I have to get up, I'm not going to go out. I love sleep. I don't even get enough. And I don't even go out. So it's like, <laughs> if I was to add going out. Nothing but the truth, y'all. If I was to add going out to the sleep I don't already get, I'm not going to function. So I'm just going to keep the sleep I got and not go out. Because it's not worth it. Let me just put the side note. Because where we work at, we have to take the metro. And the metro by itself is a job. It is so tiring. You ain't said nothing but the truth. So deal with all that metro mess and then get to work and then deal with whatever's going on there and then have to do the metro again to come home. Yeah. I'm tired. I ain't going nowhere. Most definitely. And that's nothing wrong. It's like, you know, <laughs> my best friend calls me old lady because at this point, no, she and she doesn't do it joking on me. She just does it because she's still in college and I'm the one that has a like a, you know, like a real, real job now versus, you know, I'm not in college. So I have a government job. So it's like, you know, I have to hit the sack at I'm even saying hit the sack. I'm 21. Why am I saying that? I'm hey, 21. I have to right hit the sack hit the at sack. a certain time. So every time she does that, she cracks on. She's like, all right, old lady. Or hit the hay. Yes. Hurt the head, and it's like you know I don't take it's not it's a joke, and it, it's funny because I used to be up like back in the like back in the day like when I was working at like Dave and Buster's and stuff like that. I would get home at around like midnight sometimes, so I would be up at wee hours, and I wouldn't have to be to work till like five o'clock that next evening. So if I was to call her, she would be up. It was it, it was just the yeah. switch. It was like a switch. And that switch caused a lot of things. It caused a lot of mental things. It caused a lot of mental changes. So you sometimes got to separate yourself to adjust to a new thing. And, you know, just to sum and end this, we thank you for listening Yeah. today. Um, we're sorry again for the long time. Mm-hmm. But promise you, we gave y'all 40 over 46 minutes today yeah. and I, y'all so. may listen to this and think oh my god they're just rambling but we yeah. do not have a script we have we may write down certain points that we want to get out but other yeah. than that we are just we speak from speaking the from the heart mm-hmm. so if you feel like we're going from one place to another that's fine you don't have to listen <laughs> but we she are really that, y'all. <laughs> no, yeah I mean we want you to listen please. but I mean this is just how we roll. It's not scripted. It's not none of that type of stuff. It's not fake. No, we're speaking from the heart. We're speaking from our own experiences. And we really hope that you guys really appreciate it. We appreciate you guys for listening. And um, please come back because there is more where this came from. Yes, ma'am. And we will see you all later. Yes. Bye. Bye.